Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Thank you for joining us for this half hour. Now, Let's Talk. And good morning and welcome to it. Tracy Morgan, of course, in with you with Let's Talk. Just about 11.15, this is our half hour that we get to talk to great professionals in and around the area about issues that are important to you and their businesses as well. So today we're talking with Quality Life Services. We have a couple of guests in today. We're going to be talking about a myriad of things between the difference between personal care and skilled nursing and recruitment and the different things that they're looking for at this point in time as well. And, of course, we'll mention all the different great locations with Quality Life Services. We are going to do that here momentarily. First, let me give you the rundown of how you can listen because, of course, you do have us on the radio at 680 AM and 107.5 FM. You also have Alexa-powered devices where you can listen. We are streaming online at WISR680.com. And then you get the app. So wherever you download your apps, just download it to whatever device or devices you'd like, and you can listen to us while you're on the go. One more thing, if you have to leave before we're done with our conversation, of course, you can always go back onto our website, which I just mentioned, which is WISR680.com. You're going to pick Programs and drop that down to Let's Talk. And that's where you're going to find our podcast for the day. All right. So with us today is Christina Oak. She's the Director of Recruitment with Quality Life Services. And also Julie Toff, who has been with us many times, the yes. Community Liaison for Personal Care. Christina, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as and well. Julie, welcome back. Thank you. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Happy Thanksgiving <laughs> already, right? I know. <laughs> right? It's crazy. <laughs> what do you do during Thanksgiving uh, at, at your different locations? Do you have a meal? Do you have something special what do you do thanksgiving meal so the yeah. dinner the meal will reflect the holiday so they'll have turkey and mashed potatoes so we do do a thanksgiving meal oh, the fantastic. dietary and puts it on and it's delicious and everything's homemade and we treat it just like as if they were at home <laughs> and you, but they're not cooking you're cooking. exactly I'm, I'm all about it right yep. you know no cleanup no cooking <laughs> <laughs> still get the good food and yep. somebody else does the cooking and cleaning you can't beat that so uh, let's talk a little bit about your locations first, sure. uh, Julie, and just mention the many, many different locations you have. I know you're based here in Butler mm -hmm. County, but you reach beyond that. Oh, yes. We have 10 skilled nursing facilities and seven personal care homes. Um, our facilities are in Shakora, Apollo, Grove City, Mercer, Newcastle, Henry Clay, Westmont. I'm, te I'm testing you. There Sarver, should be a test. And... Oh, my gosh. They I didn't even follow along. Mercer, Apollo. Clay and Markleysburg. Markleysburg. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Ding, 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 ding. So, and personal care, we have at every facility except uh, Lawrence County, which is Newcastle, Markleysburg, and Henry Clay. All the other facilities have personal care except those three. But the, um, the school nursing facilities at those three are big and fabulous and always waiting lists. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it's, they're very utilized in the area. And that's good to know that there is a waiting list because that means that you're very active and people are mm -hmm. coming to your locations. But if somebody is trying to make this decision, maybe it's time to move into this sure. direction. Uh, when should they start thinking about this? Because if there's a waiting list and, and that's where they want to go, how far in advance should they start planning and thinking and having conversations? That's a really good question because it kind of depends on where the health of the person that maybe that they're inquiring for is. Now, when I say waiting list, it's truly because it's reflection of a time of year, which is the cold and flu. You know, there's just a lot of sickness mm -hmm. going on. And why Christina is here to talk about recruitment is positions. We have to keep so many uh, 
staff to patient ratio. So if we fall below a certain uh, state guideline ratio, we can't accept. So to have a wait list could be because we're full, which is our goal, or due to, to staffing. So we really have to be careful of that. So when someone asks me when should I start planning, if you are looking for personal care and you still need to sell your home and downsize and you're in good health, really anytime, because I say tour and see everything. You see one place, don't settle. See what your options are because there's so many personal care homes in the area. Now when it's skilled, usually you're in the hospital needing to discharge and to have a rehab stay or a skilled stay. That's in and of itself, kind of crunch time. You need to yeah. decide before you yeah. discharge the hospital. Or if you know you're going in for an elective procedure like a knee or hip and you're going to need rehab, kind of have it, an idea in mind of who you want to go to when you discharge. So it, it all depends on where you are in your health journey. In the journey, mm -hmm. yeah. So, Christina, let me turn to you, if you don't mind, and, sure. and talk about that fact that we're kind of just not out of this period in our lives where... Right there are not enough workers still. Yes. And this has been a conversation we've had now for, you know, how many months and a couple of years. But you're still in that. And it's not just you, it's the whole industry. Absolutely. Yeah, and the need hasn't changed. I mean, the, the world keeps spinning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so right, right. We definitely still need, you know, professionals to, to care for our residents and patients and things like that. And I think one of the things that kind of really sets quality life services apart is our our company is willing to invest in people that are interested in joining the field. So if they're new, we do have paid classes that they can take. So they can kind of get their foot in the door. Sometimes you can start at a different position and see if it's a good fit before you commit to taking these classes too and just kind of get a feel of what it's like. Um, but it's a really rewarding uh, field. And I feel like if, if you haven't worked in it before, you might not realize yeah. just how rewarding it can be. I think back to another conversation I had on, on the station here about music, and I was asking that similar kind of thought where there's been a, a, a lapse a little bit and how do you get the numbers, <coughs> excuse me, of, of students back to a level right. where you, you know, were, and the comment was made that it's going to take a couple of years yeah. because you have to get those, um, in that conversation, those students um, ready and acclimated and started, and that's going to take a couple of years until you get back to the numbers. Do you, do you find that equatable to what you're talking about do you think that you're going to have a, a a bit of time yet before you start seeing these numbers come back because if you have students going through these programs right if you have people taking advantage of your offer that you can get paid yeah. uh, or you know the, the services that you have um th th it's going to take some time for them to get through that sure yeah and i do think that's true some of our courses are shorter than others um so you know, if you're looking for a job immediately, <laughs> there can be some urgency within that. But as far as kind of building, I definitely think that's true, too, because um, while there are people that, that are leaving the industry for whatever reason, retirement and things like that, there's people coming in. We still need more people to come in, and then they might progress in their career, too. So there's always, like, a transition phase. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of what my responsibility is, is to try to get in front of as many people as possible to let them know about this opportunity and then knowing that it is going to take some time. I think we're all kind of in the healthcare industry in the same boat right. when it comes to that, but yeah. And uh, I, a lot of times I'll ask people, have you seen an increased need? Now we're talking about a certain demographic with a very focused yes. industry with mm -hmm. quality life services, but do you see more and more people needing uh, places to go? Is that need increased over the years? As far as like needing skilled care and things yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure. Um, or that's an I ebb and flow with just Yeah, it is. It yeah. Yes. And with the older population, the children are becoming the older. The 
elder children of their aging parents. Right, so right. not only are they looking for their parents mm -hmm. that maybe need help, uh, placement or help, they're not far right, <laughs> from right, them, themselves right, needing right. help. So I definitely think with the baby boomer age and the, the uh, amount of people in the baby boom, we're going to see a, an influx in our skill and personal care. And specifically in personal care, I feel from the quality of life services level, because we take a higher acuity need of residents. So in years past, it used to be more viewed as maybe like an independent living. You're not really getting assistance, but it's a it's your residents mm -hmm. and maybe an aide or nurse rounds every so often just to kind of check on you, do a health visit. Personal care is very different. It is different levels of care, whether you just need your medications dispensed to you. Do you need help dressing, toileting, bathing? Do you need assistance walking? There's all different kind of levels of care that we can provide that is different than the years prior. Even as much as insulin injections, do you need to have uh, medicine injected if you're diabetic? We can provide that. It's just ever evolving in the need because people are, how do I want to say it? They might be a little more ailing, yet they still want their independence. So mm, they're not yeah, ready yeah. for skill per se by the health, um, health insurance definition of what a skilled need be to be authorized and, you know, all the fun insurance jargon, mm -hmm, yeah. but they need help. They need some type of clinical help. Well, our personal cares can provide that. Yeah. So let me ask you back to Christina for a moment. Are you looking for jobs more on the um, personal care or for the residential side? Or yeah. what is it that you look for or what do you need right now? Yeah, and honestly, the answer is everything. <laughs> we need we need help on the personal care side and then there's there's a lot more that goes into just personal care and skilled care when it comes to, you know, being in a facility. Someone is also providing the food and taking care of the laundry and doing hospitality and things like that. Um, so it really takes a village to kind of yeah. provide that amazing patient care. Um, and we have a need for all of that at, at any point. So that's why we say, too, if you have any interest in the field, you can find a way in the door. And if that, that particular position isn't the right fit for you, there are lots of other options. And we work really well with the local um, Votex, so Lenape and Butler Votech. Yes. We are um, skilled nursing and PC sites that they can do some rounds on and see what it's like, especially the kids that are in the healthcare and sports medicine programs through the Votex, mm -hmm. the nursing aid programs, they can come to our facilities and round and tour and kind of see what it's like, like if this is what they want to pursue, if they go to nursing school after, after high school graduation, or they can come to our, our program and get certified nursing assistant program and get a job right out of school. Yep. They can be on site seeing what long-term care looks like as a profession and they usually come back. <laughs> I think yeah. the same is yeah. can be said for, for nursing students too because mm -hmm. there's so many different areas and, and areas of you know nursing that you could go mm -hmm. into and I do feel like sometimes even as a nursing student you might have an idea of what you want to do but until you really start to visit different facilities and see what the day-to-day -day looks like it's probably going to be hard to make that decision. Um, so there are ways that we can you know get them in and, and see if working in skilled care or things like that are more up their alley versus other areas of healthcare, like working yeah. in a hospital or, um, you know, home health and hospice. Mm -hmm. we, we offer that as well. So all very different environments, very different day-to-day -day looks. Um, and so there's opportunity that they can kind of see what and works even best for them. Above or 
in addition to what we all think, nursing. Nursing right. aides, nursing is what right. is in skilled social work. Yes. Or recreational therapy degrees. We yep. have a lot of SRU, Slippery Rock University students that will work in our, work in our homes with the activities director, which yep. is usually a recreational therapist. Mm -hmm. Right. People sure. don't think, they often think, well, if you go for therapy, you're in a PT, physical therapy, occupational therapy clinic. Not the activities department in a long-term care facility. Yeah. So there are so many options within sure. quality life services. And so how do you go about um, looking up what you have or what's available or yeah. going through a, um, an interview? I mean, walk us through that process. Yeah, so the two best places for you to find our, our up-to-date openings at any time is you can go to our website, qualitylifeservices.com, or if you go on Indeed, if you search Quality Life Services, uh, you could look up any of our openings, depending where you are geographically. You can narrow that down based on your location as well. Um, and then once you apply, you go through a pretty simple interview process. You know, we, we do an initial interview, just talk about your background experience, your interests and things like that. Um, and then you, you do get the opportunity to actually go to one of our facilities too, the one, whatever one you're applying for. So you can kind of see the place you're gonna be working and meet some of the people that you're gonna be working with as well. And uh, I know that you mentioned that you could apply for a particular location. Right. But isn't there an opportunity that if you moved or you needed to go to another location that you're already, in a sense, in-house? You know, you're already a part of Quality Life Services. Yes. So is there an ease in being able to move to a different location? Yes, for sure. That transition would be very easy since you're already working with the company. Yeah. And if you're someone who likes change and wants to be in a different place every other month, yeah. we right, have... Right quality staffing so it's a nursing agency that we own and run and we staff our own facilities with these um, nurses so if you are oh, I want to be in Sarver this month but next month maybe I want to go to Mercer for the month okay yeah <laughs> we can yeah. handle that we can do that because we have that staffing site also and there are some facilities. people who like to do that I yeah. mean there's nothing wrong with that there's a traveling nurse yeah uh, mm -hmm. everywhere yeah. <laughs> there's a huge need for that and it's definitely a, something that's interested in people. Yeah, I don't know if we've talked a lot about that. Go ahead, I'm sorry, Christina. Oh, I was just going to say, too, it's a personality thing. If you don't like being confined between four mm -hmm. walls, we also have home health and hospice, too, where you can do some traveling and go into people's homes rather than in a facility. So, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of opportunity. Yeah. Any other benefits you want to talk about when it comes to working with Quality Life Services? It's a family-owned business. Yeah. That's family one thing business. that we've talked about. Yeah. We, like, every manager administrator staff member really believes in that value so you can know you can really feel that at the places where you work the people the people make a difference and I think we hire quality people and they want to help others and our main goal is we're patient focused if we whomever our resident or patient is whether it's skilled or personal care or home health or hospice they're they, we want to take the best care that we can of them, and their quality of life is uh, number one. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the personal care and skilled nursing. I know uh, Julie mentioned that they are two different things, but let's kind of walk down that road a little bit more. Sure. Um, and, and Christine, if you want to jump in with, you know, specifics <laughs> about jobs that sure. would, you know, pertain to that. I know you alluded to that a little bit earlier. But, <clears throat> excuse me, let's start with skilled nursing sure. and explain really what that is. So I get the question a lot when I'm out in the community promoting quality life services is what is the difference between skilled nursing and personal care? And the easiest way for me to explain is skilled nursing is a benefit covered by your insurance. 
So you need to have a skilled need, whether it's nursing, physical therapy, occupational therapy, some type of skilled need that is billable by your insurance to be in our facility. And usually they cap around 21 days. That's my biggest explanation of skilled to keep it kind of the nuts and bolts of it all. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Where personal care is an out-of-pocket level of care, so you're paying, it's your residence, you're paying for that level of care. So there really aren't many requirements because it's not dictated by an insurance. As long as you will be somewhat mobile, needing at least or at most one person assist to do your um, activi activities of daily living, and your um, temperament is good because we have a lot of um, residents that have dementia and Alzheimer's in personal care. We have a secured uh, level of care at Mercer. We do look for some elopement risk or behavior risks with, with those disease states, but most of our residents in the, I guess I would call it regular level of personal care, mm -hmm. they're very independent with needing a little bit of assistance and as long as they can afford the monthly rate and level of care, we take any we take everyone. So there is that's the biggest difference. Is is that still affordable for individuals? I'm sure that people would like some of the services with mm -hmm. personal care. When you say they're paid out of pocket, that can be a little scary to, to some people. It is. Um, within I guess if you want to say within the our competitors competitors within the Butler County, Armstrong County areas, we're very competitive, if not more affordable than a lot of our competitors with the same if not more amenities provided. If you are a veteran during, you serve during active wartime, there's the aid and attendance benefit that helps cover personal care home costs. There's not a lot of, unfortunately in the state of Pennsylvania, there's not a lot of waivers um, that help kind of offset the costs. I do know that there is a bill kind of being decided upon in Harrisburg that Medicaid dollars could help cover personal care costs that hasn't been approved. I'm hoping it does become law because we are one of the only states that don't have our Medicaid dollars for, for the personal care level. But before, you know, we, we can't hold on to that hoping that's going to happen. But we are very competitive. Um, people usually say to me, I can spend X amount of dollars a month. Do you have something that we could afford? Within reason, we probably do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or so there's some work. opportunities. You <laughs> yes. just got to have a, a conversation and, and right. be able to do that. And yeah. if you can't afford full-time residents in our personal care, that's why we develop short-term programs yeah. that are the uh, room cost per day without the level of care. So you're only paying for the room. And I want to talk about the short-term programs in a moment. Christina, sure. I keep coming back to you with, you know, yeah. what's available <laughs> um, in, in the way of jobs. Isn't I mean the financing of all of this and and the insurance of all of this? Yes. There are individuals who know that very well, right? And there are individuals like me that I go, I don't understand insurance. Whatsoever, <laughs> so I'm going to leave that off to you. But I'm sure I'm not alone. Right. I mean, so is there are there opportunities with quality life services in in the financial end of all of this? Yeah, I mean, we our actual headquarters is located in Butler, um, and so we do have internal positions within all of our departments. We have a whole finance mm -hmm. department and things like that. I actually think we have a an opening here soon. I don't know the exact title, but it's something in, in, in accounts yeah, something, <laughs> something along those yeah. lines. Um, but yeah, we do have internal positions at our Butler location too. So if, even if you're not, you know, a nurse or 
a, you know, a skilled nursing person or a CNA or anything like that, there are, there are you know, more administrative mm -hmm. professional kind of positions available with yeah. our organization as well. So good. So we can look on Indeed. Yes. And, um, and try to find that and look up quality of life services. So Julie, back to you for sure. a moment. Um, when we're talking about short-term programs, uh, I know that we've talked a bit before about respite, mm -hmm. and we've talked about transition programs. So right. let's talk about respite first, because I think this is huge, especially yes. when we're getting into the holidays, yes. right? I mean, because people just get frazzled yes. and tired and exhausted. And so this is a service, I think, that is so beneficial to both the person you're caring for and the caregiver. Yes. The caregiver burnout is real. <laughs> um, a lot of caregivers don't want to admit that they need help or they feel the guilt of needing help or needing a break. And we are here to say you deserve it and you should take advantage if there are services available. So Quality Life, we have what's called a respite or revive program where at any of our personal care locations, we have seven locations, you can schedule a respite stay for your, the person that you're caring for. It could be two days, it could be a month, three weeks. There's no cap. We, it's up to you. It's um, out of pocket. It's just the room cost. So whatever the room cost is, is usually less than what if you'd rent the Hampton Inn <laughs> for a long weekend. It's, and they receive all the, the amenities of personal care. Their meals, laundry services, their uh, medicines will be dispensed to them. If they want to receive home health therapy while they're there, we can arrange that. They come into our personal care, provide therapy services. And it's just... A, a huge help during the holiday time, during the summertime, anytime. We have families that know if their loved one's sewage is going to be fixed and they're not going to have water for a week. They know when that's going to happen and they've already scheduled for that their parents to come into our facility, be here during that rest during that time. And then once everything's fixed and house is back to normal, they go back home. So you're not just because you're in a respite state does not mean someone is behind the scenes plotting to keep you <laughs> right the right the yeah. goal is you're going home this is just a short-term stay to either help a caregiver or help the, f the family who's staying in the facility out because of a circumstance that they need to take care of and it's okay just to call up to say i just need this absolutely i mean even just for 24 hours can you just help me absolutely out? and yeah. if you are in crisis and need the placement and you're giving us 24-hour notice nine times out of ten we can make it work yeah yeah, so again, it, it's just so huge because I, I totally agree with you mm -hmm. that, you know, caregiver burnout is something that a lot of people don't want to recognize, and then they end up in a crisis themselves because they're exhausted. So, again, quality life services. And, Christine, I, I, I keep thinking of you. I'm like, oh, physical <laughs> therapist, that's yes, a job, too. It is. Yes. <laughs> Every time Julie brings up another position, yeah. I'm like, Christina could help us out with that. But they, they're a therapist, too. Yeah, do you have occupational therapists? We do OT. have occupational therapists yeah. as well as physical therapists. So, yeah, we have a whole team. Even even assistants for those positions are open sometimes as well. All right, Julie, I'm going to ask you another sure. question. Go back to Christina. <laughs> but that's another job. It's <laughs> another job. But, okay, so we were talking about uh, the respite. Transition programs, then. What's the difference there? Sure. So when I was kind of explaining the difference between skilled nursing and PC, meaning sk your skilled nursing stay, you need a skilled reason. Okay. So a reason insurance, right. right? Okay. A reason for your insurance to cover the stay. So we found that there's kind of like a donut hole of people who maybe are in the hospital, whether they went through the ER or they had a procedure, and insurance is saying, well, you can go home. You don't need to have a, a, a skilled nursing stay. You're fine to go home. But that patient maybe isn't completely steady 
in their gait and they need a little more therapy or they need a hospital bed or some railings put up and their house isn't ready yet. They need their niece or nephew to go do that for them. They, um, that's what we consider a transitional stay is that they, once they're discharged from the hospital or maybe they're leaving a rehab because their 21 days are up and they don't feel safe enough to go home, they can come to our personal care and stay with us as long as they need or as short of a time as they need. It's still just the daily rate. It's not a level of care because they're not a full-time resident. And if they need to utilize home health uh, services, we will arrange that. If they just need a reprieve and want to sleep the day away, have their meals cooked for them until they get a little bit stronger, till, like I said, maybe some house construction needs done or some fix-ups to make it safe to be home, we will take them that way also. Christina. Yes. Housekeeping. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know where I got that out of what you were talking about, but house maintenance. Yes. Office staff. All of that. Webmasters. Yes. See? <laughs> yes. I'm doing it. I am listening to you, Joey. Yes. Hey, are you looking it at our indeed posters? <laughs> I'm we telling can't you. Do the care without the staff. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that isn't that the truth? Hand. Isn't mm -hmm. that the truth? All right. Mm -hmm. We only have a couple minutes left. And, and Christina, as I always do, I always ask for some final thoughts. Sure. And I'll get to you first. And then, of course, Julie, you sure. can wrap us up. But yeah. your final thoughts about, I know we've been, you know, chuckling about uh, the, the different positions that we need to get filled for quality life services. But seriously, it, yeah. you, you all need people to work. We do. So just your final thoughts on just how important that is to you. Yeah, it's incredibly important. I mean, I think everyone at Quality Life Services is really passionate about the level of care that we're providing for our residents and things like that. Um, final thoughts for anyone that maybe is considering this kind of move. I feel like until you have a conversation with someone or until you, you know, look at a job posting and really talk to somebody in the field, you, m you might have a preconceived notion about what these jobs entail and what it's like. But until you're having those conversations with people in the field, you might not. So it, it might be worth even having a conversation. Obviously, we don't want to bring on someone that it's truly not a good fit for them. Um, but I think it's worth kind of talking about those things. One of the positions that come to mind is, you know, within our dietary department and cooks and things like that, um, a lot of the people that I know that are, are cooks, they're working really late hours uh, at restaurants and things like that because that's part of the industry. That's just one example. You know, here at our buildings our shifts in by 8 o'clock, a little better work-life balance, um, hourly rate and things like that that's usually pretty competitive compared to those things. So there's probably things about the job um, and as far as like tuition assistance and just kind of different routes you can take as far as a career and things like that that you might not realize until you you at least have a conversation with fantastic. someone. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming in. I appreciate talking yeah, to you. Thanks for having me. It's nice meeting you. Julie, I'm going to end with you again. Same thing. Final sure. thoughts as I always talk talk to you about just kind of the importance of quality life services being in our area and taking people in and and taking care of our community well you said it pretty good okay <laughs> i'm sorry no and we're that's done that's no, exactly I'm, just kidding. Go ahead. I'm so happy to hear you say that because that is my mission as being the community liaison is i want the community at large where we have our facilities and where our owners were born and raised know that we are community first with the care that they deserve and if you have any questions, whether it's regarding skilled nursing, personal care, home health and hospice, really anything that we can provide, never, never, never hesitate to call. And I always like to give out our uh, central admissions number because of the, those um, two ladies that run the phones, you'll, you will get an actual person. <laughs> ah, see, somebody else to yeah. staff. Yeah. They are our gurus. <laughs> they know um, who you need to talk to, or they can answer the questions themselves, but our central number is 
1-800-284-5557. And I really like to give out my personal work cell phone number for questions because that is my role. I aim to help connect people with where they need to go within QLS. And my number is 412-629-1275. Again, give us both. A, uh, I'll sure. do the 888. It's 835-4557. And then your number? 412-629-1275. Very good. Julie Toth, of course, with Quality Life Services. Always a pleasure talking thank to you, you as well. Thank you. Always happy to be here. And happy Thanksgiving to both happy of you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. And folks, thank you very much for joining us. We are out of time, but if you did join us late in the program, what I'm going to do is suggest that you go to our website, which is WISR680.com. And what you're going to do is you're going to pick programs in the menu bar, Drop that down to Let's Talk and then look for QLS or Quality Life Services. Thanks so much. I'm Tracy Morgan with the Butler Radio Network. The information and opinion shared on this program are solely those of our guests and do not necessarily represent those of WISR, the Butler County Radio Network, or its staff and employees.